Hello world, we're big gay nerds, the LGBTQ RPG podcast, presenting our first episode of 2023. Yeah! Um, it's, oh, I, I just saw the image of the headphones that Jonix is wearing <laughs> in the oh. chat. Those are some Fortnite ass headphones. Wait, wait. Yeah, oh, wow. Pitch. It's, it's nerf or nothing, baby. They <laughs> don't look <laughs> real. My, oh, you're good. My, uh, those Fortnite-ass headphones just died on me. So, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I forgot I've been I've been listening to stuff all morning. Oh, my so, gosh. sorry about that. Oh, oh they got to be charged. Yep. Oh. There we go. Oh, jeez. That's but, like, everything's fine with the recording setup? Yes, recording is still going, so my apologies. Okay. <laughs> cool, cool. Good. All right, then. Um... All right, we're not leaving that out. This is the christening of our of the new year of podcasting. Um, we're playing more Pig Smoke, um, the RPG of Sorceress Academia by Chris Longhurst. Um, I am your uh, storyteller and uh, founder and editor, uh, Owen. My pronouns are he and him. Joining us today, we have Ellie. Hello, I am Ellie. My pronouns are she or they. I am playing um, the networker and mindbender, Liam Webb. We also have Jonix. Hi, I'm Jonix. Uh, they, them. I'm playing Davino Cristobal, the rock star of the Department of Life and Death. Uh, Pixie. I'm Pixie, uh, she, her, they, them, and I am playing Corvina Blake, the slacker in the Department of Foresight. And Sarah. Hi, I'm Sarah, she, her, and I am playing Simone Solomon, uh, the faker of the uh, calling, binding, and sealing away department. Yeah. Okay, so, um, you, all of you, okay, so obviously... You've all got your own things going on, but uh, as of the last uh, episode or so, y'all have been surprisingly coordinated um, in your goals because um, you've identified two problems. One, that uh, your uh, charge, your project, um, Chad blackwood the chosen one um kind of needs to get some w's in or else it's gonna look like you're not doing a very good job as like mentors on his hero's journey um and also that there is some like serious like evil stuff going on within uh the uh cabsa department and so you're all you've all been like rooting around for ways to help him out um Let's see, in uh, order of how it went down, uh, Corvina, with Simone's help, went and uh, did some scrying to figure out how to, like, sort of get him on the right path. And it turns out that his friend Eunice Albright is, in fact, um, pretty good at picking up the sort of, like, um, dark premonitions that uh, this evil summoning is uh like sort of sending out so sh like the hook has not been set yet but you have identified like the bait which is like oh there's this friend here are you willing to like you know turn this girl into a quest giver mm -hmm. for you um meanwhile uh divino has uh met up with an old friend slash acquaintance and procured a magic sword um 
which is uh which specifically has the magic quality of um like not cutting people in half which is surprising which is you know impressive when it comes down to swords that is some serious uh magic uh but it has raised some questions of well here's here's the thing we know Davino thinks it's pretty lame. I am curious about what Jonix the player thinks. Oh, it's, it's fine. <laughs> okay, gotcha. yeah, no, I, I, I was just playing it up because I think Davino's a jerk. Oh. oh, yeah, yeah, no, gotcha. I mean, I did reference that. I did, I did draw this parallel before, but I've been realizing that at least in that moment, Davino kind of has some, like, master shake elements. <laughs> um, where... Yeah. You kind of can't resist just kind of being like an asshole, even when someone is actively helping him. Um, and um, uh, Liam has pulled an interesting move that I wouldn't have thought of in that he has set up a um, he's identified the leader of the uh, fencing club and has plans to like uh, like copy her skills into his weird little like memory tape recorder to be able to transfer Space Jam style or <laughs> Matrix style um, to Chad. Um, so so you you kind of um, you kind of all have your like elements in place uh, to initiate this so I'm wondering um, what's everyone's next move? Like you know you, you all still have like jobs to do and all that <laughs> though um corvina did just teach a class um not wildly successfully the spellcasting <laughs> part worked out a lot better than the teaching part um so uh i don't know if uh you all want to like continue pushing forward with stuff or if you want to like deal with individual character stuff first before doing that um as the as the gm here i could you know very easily throw things at you or throw you into things but here i'm i'm interested in what you're interested in like pacing wise mm -hmm. well so yeah college professors as i understand it um are still people and thus selfish and lazy so <laughs> what i would like to do is may is get a student to do my work for me okay and i think the best way to do that is get, to get chad to do it really okay because as um. i recall um davino needs to uh to scratch the other professor's back in order to get a sword right right yeah uh, um there's a there's yeah, a journal want... or something um specifically what it was and um is that uh the person you talk to um archer um wants uh in exchange for giving you like you um oh wait yeah yeah they w you have to do the thing before you can get the sword i had the sequence of events mixed up in my heads um in my heads um <laughs> the, you got, got the squiz bar for a little bit it's okay. I've been there. <laughs> in my head. Um, it's just been in yes, my head. Yes, you have to. You have to go and find. Uh, use your necromancy uh, to um, get the information of where to find the wand 
of Constance Abernathy, right. uh, who is the uh, the old evil witch buried in the school cemetery, who uh, like rose up briefly as a result of a bad role um, <laughs> in the previous block. Um, yeah, so. Uh, apparently the wand is not buried with her but maybe you can get the information from her like the obvious complication there is that like you know talking to the dead that's you know that's nothing to you but uh it is the fact that this is now a dead that um is both malicious and maybe would recognize you true you might need some backup of the yeah. See, what I'm thinking is, why don't I just make somebody else do it? Then I don't have oh, to talk right, to right. her again. That's kind of like Okay. Um, I guess then the question is, so we have established one thing about Chad is that his grades in the life and death classes are not great. Do you think that magically he would be capable of doing this? I, in, hmm... Because it's not like I'm, I'm like the match his the magical abilities of students is I realize now something that has barely been brought up at all, um, and I am open to some interpretations here, but I am doing the I I'm doing the GM uh, like Power by the Apocalypse thing where I'm just asking some leading questions here. I'm willing to take your lead on stuff. But. Perhaps one of his dumb little friends could go with him too. Um, <laughs> <geez>. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just I'm tr- trying to method act. Uh, today. <laughs> Maybe this is how we get uh, Un- uh, Eunice, Eunice, to um, um, to. I don't be- Is she not in the same class oh, with him? Um, she is not, okay. I don't know if she has any life or death classes. Okay. There okay. is, however, this is from way back, though. This is from before Jonix, like, joined us. Um, uh, there, he, he does have another friend who does take life and death classes, and that's Leon Cuthbert. And, um, he hasn't come up much, but I believe the one way I characterized him is that you know what instead of just instead of like appealing to the past year i'm going to like give i'm just going to say like what you divino would have picked up from like you know a couple a couple weeks worth of teaching is that um this is a kid who is taking like necromancy classes the same way that someone might say take criminal psychology classes (laughs) This is a guy who is, like, you can gotcha. tell based on the sort of questions he has been asking. It's not that this guy is looking to be, like, a cool necromancer. It's that he is looking to be, like, a cool, like, paladin or, like, vampire hunter or something. Mm. Okay, so definitely a um, means to an end for... for right. Okay. That's, um, that's kind of cool. That, yeah, but he has definitely, in the process, um, uh... He definitely has been doing better at it than Chad. And you can tell that the two of them are buddies. Like, he's also kind of a jock. I don't know if he's on the football team, but, you know, they are... In in my head, I'm seeing this school year in a Harry Potter-style book. 
of like mm-hmm. Chad Blackwood and the blank, right? And so mm-hmm. this chapter is called The Witch's Grave. And th- and so like <laughs> we just Chad had to Blackwood and the Witch's Grave. That's actually tight. Actually, I love that. Yeah. yeah. The Witch's Grave. We just have Fuck, to push a... Chad and Leon towards the Witch's Grave mm-hmm. without actually <laughs> pushing them towards the witch's grave we just have gotcha to, like okay. Vino just has to like mention it in a conversation with them right you just yeah they'll do their dumb little oh my god thing and <laughs> get into trouble he'll say he'll say something kind of mysterious and, and like loaded yeah. and like look out a window or like think about the see the problem is you are like a wheezy mummy man right now yeah. <laughs> you're not very mysterious There's, yeah i was just thinking I, oh I, that could work ex- until you open your mouth uh, <laughs> there is I do I do want to say um this is a side tangent but just because you may remember it, there's a very good Twitter account called Harry Potter and the or <laughs> at Harry Potter hell which is just a bunch of like really quality like shit posts of vi- quotes from fictional Harry Potter works the most recent one I encountered being quote I've arrived here because I want to ruin your life, Harry. I'm even worse than my brother Voldemort. You're completely fucking screwed now, Harry. <laughs> my, um, my brother Voldemort really killed me. He's like, ah, yes. It's like Frieza, man. It's like, okay, this is a... Yeah. <laughs> I just love but, you're completely yo, fucking screwed now, Harry. I would, yo, if Harry Potter had movies... Right, <laughs> like, that were not canon... <laughs> Like there was a Broly saga for the Harry Potter. I mean, I I still wouldn't watch it, but like, man, that's hilarious to think about. It is okay, but yes. So So for that, yeah, yeah. Um, so for that, um, let me think. I think that that this is actually textbook schmoozing in that it's telling an NPC what they want to hear. Um. Okay. Uh. Uh, though I'm open to other suggestions, the um, I, I think the yeah. angle I want to approach this is perhaps um, Davino is is sort of giving them an in to uh, to get better grades in his class, uh, right? But without without specifically saying that, but it might help him get over his his sort of lichdom right you know what i mean like he wants to imply that oh i need this thing from the witch's grave i need this information <laughs> from the witch's grave and not only will it help me it'll help you mm-hmm. gotcha without okay. actually saying any of those words <laughs> gotcha are you just dropping this in like during a class um or is this something like during a one-on-one meeting or something Oh, it's probably... Oh, gosh. Let's see. Well, I've already taught this week, right? Yeah, but we can still do a scene that's, like, within a class. It just won't involve the teacher class rule. Okay. Uh, yeah, it, it, I think uh, making it a a, a less directed uh, thing is probably better. That might, that might okay. make it messier, too, even. I You know, who knows? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Because, again, my so... charisma is negative one, so this could <laughs> right. go horribly, horribly wrong. Right. Um, right. Unless you can find some way to do this by playing up your dark magic. Um, <laughs> True. But it sounds like you're trying to be a little more subtle than that. 
Um, yeah, so let's see. So this is like, so then this is presumably like in a class and you've got those two like, um, I imagine that like they, they're probably like they've been kind of like maybe a little bit chatty in the back this whole time because I have to assume they're going around and having their own like dumb little misadventures in the meantime that they're talking with each other about um or maybe like or or maybe they just play Fortnite I don't know um <laughs> but uh so all of this happened so like I guess you've you've already given me like a basic outline but let's like let's have like like give me like uh like, give me how you're going to try and, like, drop hints that you need something from the witch's grave. Um, <laughs> uh, Let's see. Uh, like, and then you can make your roll. The more astute students in this class may have noticed that I have gone through a metamorphosis of sorts. <laughs> Okay. And he turns and his <laughs> sunken eyes look directly at Chad and Leon. <laughs> oh, like oh fuck! Here's like this is incredibly like this is incredibly American, but my mind was had just jumped so hard into Harry Potter mode that my brain just said "Ah, truth." <laughs> <laughs> but oh. And those, perhaps, who haven't been paying as close attention, (laughs) perhaps need a little leg up, have not noticed that I have traipsed past the realm of mortality (laughs) into the space beyond. The essence of life! And then he goes into, like, a little bit of a spiel about whatever. <laughs> like, just about life and death. Um, and, uh, but, but when, you know, the fugue state of I'm paying attention to the professor pulls back, he, he says, There are those that have also done what I have done less successfully. And they have... May, they've made their mark on the world in different ways. Some <laughs> have powerful artifacts that they've left behind. <laughs> Some have been known to come back from the dead to speak with those who are still amongst <laughs> you, the living. Not naming names. <laughs> He's so subtle. How does he (laughs) (laughs) But there are some powerful witches, sorcerers, warlocks, especially witches, though, even on this campus, that could speak to the living, and perhaps they too could share some secrets of how. To connect the two worlds of the dead and the living. (laughs) If only I, a powerful wizard, could get my hands on such an 
incredible artifact. <laughs> <laughs> but alas, oh, nope. I'm very busy. <laughs> so okay. you know it is what it is. <laughs> you probably okay, need to drop, yeah. you probably need to drop her name somewhere in there. I think now you've 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 played up the witch part. I think that, yeah, like you, you're one step you're one step away from like putting a marker on their map. Like, <laughs> Quest unlocked, which is great. Do you have the Skyrim? Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Um. So yeah. Uh. Go ahead and uh, roll with charisma. All right. Uh. Oh. Uh. I have talk the talk by the way, which is when you schmooze or scathe a student or TA, you do so with advantage. Does that count here? Oh hell yeah. Um. That yeah. Sure. That's a, definitely a student. So what does advantage um, mean in this system? You roll an additional die and you keep the two highest. Great. Um, let's see. So how would I do that in Dice Maiden? I think that would be like 3d6k2, I guess. Okay. Oh, I almost said 32d6, which is not the same. <laughs> All right, let's see if this works. Oh, uh, I forgot to put the minus one, but that's a that's a nine. Okay, nice. So you got a seven to nine, but they'll do something simple in exchange for a payment, favor, or bribe. Okay, um, I'm going to say um, this is maybe a little beyond something simple, so I'm going to... S- Hmm. Let me think here. Um I hmm. Okay, so the payment part, you've already laid that part down, I think. You have heavily implied that this is like worth your while and you've previously established that you are more than willing to like give out some extra credit under the table like that's something you do you are a, you are a crooked teacher yes <laughs> um breaking it up. well no um so i think that part is established um the fact that this is like now you know what i'm just going to put this like to like to the table do you think that what's being described of potentially like going and you know talking to a witch at the witch's grave, um, would you describe that as something simple, or would there have to be some kind of like writer to like make it reach that point? Like, like I'm thinking here, maybe there could they do it, but there could be an issue of they don't do it right away, or they kind of half-ass it. How how are y'all thinking? Magically speaking, I guess it isn't the most involved process. It's not like they are digging it up necessarily. Right. Yeah, I feel like a brief conversation would be simple, but mm-hmm. maybe not anything okay. in depth, and certainly not like getting any objects from her. Right. You just get. You would in turn just get like your own map marker, at most. Right. Okay. Um. Yeah. You know what? I'm just going to go and. Si- um. 
I'm I'm gonna say that for right now the element of the this being a mixed success is like you definitely see them like look at each other and like raise their eyebrows and in like like this is not a I've got there's so many mediums going on here we've been joking about how like this is like this is a book from the other side of things but I've also talked about how this is like a TV show or whatever I'm not gonna get too hung up on like being consistent about that but I was thinking that they look at each other and there's a little musical sting like a playful little don't 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 bump um so you have definitely planted that in their heads. You know for a fact that they've got like the go like the go to witch's grave like instructions hovering around in like the lower right hand of their screen now. Sure. Um uh but you don't know necessarily like when they're going to do this and how they're going to go about doing it. Okay. Um, that that's totally fine. Um and yeah, so you can like wait for that to bear fruit. If you want to, like, go and, like, bug Archer and, like, say, listen, I've got the wand, like, you know, I've got my best guys on it. <laughs> Just give me the sword. Um, you could do that or, like, you know. Whatever you like. We can also just jump over to someone else. Yeah, I think too. Davino's probably just sending an email at this point to Archer, so we can move on to someone else. Makes sense. Cool. All right, then. Um, does anyone else, like, let's see. Uh... Uh, you know, Corvina has the whole question of, like, whether or not she's going to act on that stuff. Simone has, honestly, a bunch of her own things, including, like, trying to figure out if she's going to, like, try and wedge herself deeper into the cult in the process. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's also, um, uh, Liam still has to actually follow up on, you know, uh, getting that, uh, that sword talent, uh, magically so really anyone has got uh cause to like butt in if they want Mm -hmm. i also remember that i think uh liam's one of the few people who has not like taught a class recently Uh, i don't think i've taught either actually okay maybe we should do our jobs (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) so so yeah if either of you like that's that's always just a convenient place just to like you know Mm -hmm. you you cut to someone and this is what they're doing so uh i think that i i'm good for that for either of you Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh yeah i'm good for a teach role (laughs) okay um so yeah, we just uh, we haven't been in your office for we haven't been in your classroom for a minute. Um, we do know that it's full of stolen things, if I'm remembering correctly. Um, um, yeah. So one of the one of the classroom options was it's all stolen. So I have to imagine most <laughs> of the stuff in here is either from other departments or just from other places entirely. That, that Liam just decided <laughs> to look nice and uh, got it into his car before anyone noticed. <laughs> <laughs> great um or after they noticed and he like waved his hand and said don't worry i I bought this yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry i'm remembering that the uh what we do in the shadows bit where laszlo goes to best buy oh yeah um you will Um, not give me a rewards card (laughs) um so uh yeah what are uh what are you teaching right now so I figure this is probably like like a defense against mind bending class. Okay. 
have you got like um for that is it a matter of like is that a lot like a regular like self-defense class in that people are like up and on their feet or are you like doing it like from your chairs um i imagine there is uh some practical exercises and stuff but uh also liam's lazy and has a bunch of other uh (laughs) problems and <laughs> crimes to deal with so uh, there's a, a lot of the time it's just him giving a lecture gotcha okay and cool. like you know handing out okay. homework you know showing you the right chapter gotcha um let's see i'm good if you just want to go ahead and roll though if you want to like you know just throw out like just improvise some you know teaching stuff uh, okay. Obviously, that's that's all good. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll think a little bit and then roll after because I don't want that sort of distracting me. <laughs> I get you. All right, so uh, most people who have seen a television are aware that it is attempting to control their mind. However, <laughs> how and who? <laughs> no, no, not like that. No, okay. We're going to talk today about a specific man. That most of you have probably heard of, and then uh, we get a slide uh, pops up. We have like a picture of Michael Bay. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm sure most of you have uh, seen one of this man's movies and come away extremely confused about what was going on. Uh, you spend about an hour and a half, two hours. It's it's very loud and confusing, and afterwards you can't really remember or enjoy any of it however (laughs) the money is there (laughs) so uh, for those of you who are curious um yes we have known that michael bay is a wizard for a while however the problem (laughs) is that he got contracted to the american military before we can do anything about it (laughs) Uh, just like tom cruise I mean, that's an excellent. Think about it. Do you buy Tom Cruise as an action movie hero? (laughs) (laughs) Telling you, the Pentagon and mind bending, and then he sort of sort of gets off on a side tangent. (laughs) I figure that's a good time to roll. Let's see, roll plus. Now we're getting into my belief system. Now we're getting into my belief system. But and eventually but, yeah. he gets around to like, oh yeah, and here's what you can do if you believe uh <laughs> to not get brainwashed by Michael Bay. Yeah. In case uh, you know, someone's trying to uh got a seven. Oh, what does that mean? Okay. So, um so first off, Mark experience. Oh yeah. Um okay. But um, afterwards, uh, one of your students will visit your office with a complication or a difficult question. If you don't sort them out with the result, if you don't sort out the resulting stress or complaints, if you don't sort them out, the resulting stress or complaints will cause you to mark a burnout box. Okay, I have not delved into your student body too much, and I'm going to say that uh, Chad is not there because... You know, we just established a chat with somewhere else. I don't know if this is happening simultaneously, but you know, yeah. it's enough that it would be from like a filmmaking perspective weird. Yeah, we don't if want he was also there in both scenes back to back. It's like how mm-hmm. you get here. We <laughs> yeah, exactly. The time is um, 
So, let me think. This is shaping up like a little more abstract than I was initially expecting, but basically what I see happening is that um, a lot of the students mostly just kind of like focus in on uh, like, you know, the actual like lessons because that's what they're there for. But I think that one of them has been kind of like um, shaken by uh, your sort of like your deep dive into harsh truths <laughs> that you were doing. Oh, no. Um, and uh, by uh, blowing open the connection between uh, American hegemony and the Hollywood entertainment system, um, <laughs> he's now got, like, a lot of just, like, general concerns about, I guess, that broadly. And it is, like, I, I don't... And it's probably, like, more than, like, just a, a wizard man who was just kind of, like, looking to impress some kids um, was necessarily prepared to address in this <laughs> process. And this is, like, this is after class. He's not, like, interrupting. No, I get you. Um, so, so basically, how, how do you address this? This, like, you, you were doing something, like, for a little flair, and uh, this guy is, like... It, it, it's going it like it, it is it is shaking him up a bit so oh, yeah how are you gonna address this yeah that is rough uh liam does feel bad about uh sort of you know uh well educating this child sounds weird uh, <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't feel that bad it's like oh right that's not really what this class is necessarily about so he's like it's like ah, all right well um yeah there is uh, there's a lot of people who, you know, in the mundane world, who sort of wish and hope that there's a shadowy bunch of wizards who control the world, and uh, the answer is that we don't, and that we can't, because it turns out, um, well, every everywhere in the world has wizards, and they all have the same sort of cultural and you know, personal connections that anyone else does, so, um, yeah, sorry, uh, wizard world <laughs> politics is basically just a weird mirror of regular world politics, and, hmm. you know, it's, uh, not that bad, everyone's doing their best, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, hmm. yeah, there's problems, but, uh, uh, look, you know, we're not making it worse, right? <laughs> hmm. Don't worry about it. Yeah, that's look, if that, what like, it boils down to. Look, if that if that uh if that worries him, then he's in the same boat as everyone else <laughs> here in Wizard World, so like sorry, bud. <laughs> Hmm. Okay, I'm just. Um, yeah, I'm not sure what, given, what that means for a role, but. Uh. Yeah, I don't know if that would like. But I was like, this was something that I think I went into this thinking that this is something I'm going to like go off of based on vibes as opposed to like you know, yeah. like an actual like dice result. Um, so, let's see. Um, so I guess 
Um, I'll, I, again, I will put this out, like, to the table. Would you say that this is, like, sorted out to the question? Or, um, is this kid, like, going to, like, keep sort of, like, keep laying on, like, questions and concerns to the degree that is going to, like, give, uh, Liam a headache? I will, uh, take the, the box of burnout. Uh, I think that, I don't know. I think it makes sense that uh, no, yeah. Liam Liam does not have uh, the right words to deal with the this particular uh, box he's opened. Gotcha. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, well, if uh, I don't, I, I don't. I generally don't fight players about uh, like you know getting penalized. Yeah, honestly, so. I feel Liam deserves <laughs> yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. That is some. You know what? That is something that can burn you out. Having to like see someone's innocence shattered before your eyes. So yeah, <laughs> true. Um, so I guess um, like after like he like walks out um looking maybe maybe like a little bit comforted but it like the whole incident itself is still like weighing on you um you do have your appointment with um olivia the uh the head of the uh fencing club in your office uh after this class so um how are you approaching that hmm so, so I figure uh, Liam's uh, glad to be getting into something like a more controlled environment. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, so yeah, I think he shows up like a uh, sort of beaming. He's like, "All right, how are you feeling today?" Um, I think. Let's see. She was probably like waiting outside your office because i i assume it's like you know locked or whatever but she's like incredibly punctual mm-hmm. um and uh she just sort of like gives you a like polite nod and says i worked in an additional 10 minutes of practice to make sure that my mind is properly primed for the study <laughs> oh that's great all right so uh, if you'll just come on in here i'll unlock this door and um so i figure if, oh man liam's office um yeah i guess we haven't been here before have we yeah um, i don't think liam's here very often either if he can help <laughs> like you know he's got the yeah he's got he's, he's got the office hours posted <laughs> see when you show up and like look for him you know um, right yeah exactly <laughs> um and like Usually when you're doing, like, work with the rest of your department, you're probably just doing it by brain Skype, you know? Um, uh, so, yeah, I don't think there's, like, any specific things, like, prescribed about what its contents are like, though I know it is probably small based on just how this game works. Yeah. So I figure that there's, like... a you know, papers, binders, books piled up in the corners. There's uh, shelves on the walls, but like uh, the floor is mostly clean, and there's like a, a chair set out for in front of uh, the desk. You know, for guests. Um, yeah. Your Liam's desk is a just, um, you know, you know, a teacher's desk. It's like some big right, wood right. thing they brought in ages ago, and it's just covered in documents. <laughs> and, you know, syllabi. Exactly. Yeah. Um, 
All right. Uh, well then, uh, how are you going to go about doing uh, this weird little spell thing? Okay. So, hmm. So I do have the, let's see, magical device that can store and replay memories. Um, so I think what I, what I had been planning is sort of having her, uh, sort of having her uh, sit down, uh, do some like mindfulness meditation, and then remember her training regimen in as much detail as possible while recording it, and then uh, try to tr- uh, switch those into you know, magic Star Trek engrams that I can transfer to someone else. <laughs> gotcha, yeah. There's probably, like, she, here's the thing, she brought the sword with her, and she, like, wanted to know if she should be, like, doing any exercises, like, during the process, but, like, <laughs> you, you know that'd be knocking shit over. Yeah, like, Liam. you do not have a big space for that. Liam looks around at places he could stand where he wouldn't get, like, stabbed, and he's like, nah, I don't, I don't think that's for the best. You know, we might try this in the, uh, at the gymnasium sometime, see if that changes the results any. But, uh, no, no sword this time, please. Okay. <laughs> All right, then. Um, well, then, she, like, she she takes a seat on the chair, hands crossed, and, you know, you, I'm, I'm sure there's, like, a good solid while of you, you know, like, walking her through the mindfulness and all that. Um, but yeah, you can just go ahead and, uh, like roll to cast a spell. All right. Rolling plus sorcery. Let's see. Are you just like holding the tape recorder, like up to her head or are there like additional motions that you're doing? Like, you know, I, was I th- know that I was, uh, thinking about that. I think that I was trying to think of like an equivalent to like an electrode, you know, something I can like stick oh, yeah. to her forehead Except in this case, it's probably like a quartz crystal or something, right? That's exactly mm-hmm. what I was thinking. <laughs> nice. So yeah, there's actually, if uh, mind benders are used to doing this, well, not this sort of thing specifically, but yeah, they probably have like little crystals with uh, little adhesive pads that you can just temporarily stick yeah. to people <laughs> and wire. <laughs> Boy. Excellent. Where is my... Yeah. All right. Sorcery of Zero. Not my okay, expertise. fingers crossed. Got an eight, which is adequate. Okay, so, um, let's see. Um, on a hit, the magic works and the problem is solved. Um, uh, however, because it's a mixed success, you have to choose two. Your solution becomes someone else's problem. The magic <laughs> is short-lived or otherwise temporary. <laughs> The magic affects far more than you intended, or something goes wrong and you get hurt. Oh, and I will add that you are already hurt, I so you am. would be then taken out and oh. have to, like, go to the medical wing. Um, I feel like that would be a bad look. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, especially, like, she'd be like, what happened? And why are you hospitalized? <laughs> you said this was safe. Yeah, no, none of that. Though I will say, I do. I did immediately figure realize how that would happen which is <laughs> I can't the, like, the, yeah the psychic feedback causes her to like reflexively stab you but... yeah no no not today um <laughs> um so yeah um obviously short-lived or temporary is like th- that's a pretty straightforward one mm-hmm. it gives you a limited window to use it then um 
Uh, yeah. Um, um, I'm leaning. Uh, the magic effects far more than you intended, and the magic is short-lived or otherwise temporary. I don't want anything bad to happen to her. Uh, okay. Or me, because, I don't know, the department's having a rough time as it is. Gotcha, <laughs> okay. Well, then, um, I'm going to go ahead and say you're not going to see how um, the far more than intended part manifests until you actually use it. Mm-hmm. Um but uh, the temporary thing, I'm going to say, like, I don't know exactly how this would manifest, but, like, um, I kind of like the idea of, like, the the film, like, in the tape recorder, you can, you can tell that it's, like, like, starting to fray or even, like, burn or something like that. Oh, okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, you can tell that this thing... Um, the the device is like calibrated just kind of like for you to store away like you know thoughts and like inconvenient knowledge and that kind of thing we're talking about like muscle memory here um it is more than it is really able to handle and so this particular recording is not going to last very long i'm going to say you've got um i hmm i honestly don't want to give like a solid um yeah like like a definitive number on it i'm going to say you've got maybe like yeah i'm gonna say you have like a day minimum you're not quite sure the maximum probably less than a week at the very most and that's a very generous like maximum um so yep um but so yeah you're able to do that and you know i uh and she just sort of like looks at you curiously, like, "So, can you, uh, what, what, what do the readings say?" I was like, "Ah, oh, well, this is uh, very interesting. Um, this is a lot of data for my uh, device here to deal with. I'll have to look into some different storage media. Uh, thank you very much. I will be in touch." Okay. Yes. Excellent. And, uh, uh, certainly. Oh yeah, and I'll get you. Uh, I'll get you some of that extra credit excellent and uh she is like she barely cares about the credit at all because you just told her like the equivalent of like the dj khaled like he's on the phone with the ceo of itunes but about her about her being good at swords yeah. like they've got, she, they gotta get first. we gotta we gotta get the we gotta get the bigger servers to handle yeah exactly she's dropping on us yeah I'm, i just realized that's one of like the weirdest little references i've ever made in this show again i'm I'm sorry, mom. Um, yeah, that's a, I don't know. As but, far as our, our show, a DJ Khaled Instagram post is probably as mainstream a reference as we've ever made. That's a good point. Yeah. Um. So yeah, she is. Uh, she is pleased as punch and walks out. And then meanwhile, you look back at your. Uh, like I'm going. To, like I'm gonna let you know. This is. This isn't like going to like damage your device in terms of like you know how you use it for your personal use. Yeah. But um, I get you. Yeah, um, so that is that situation. You have got a limited window of opportunity, and I will say, like, you know, you don't know the specifics, but you don't know exactly how stable this is. Gotcha. Well, uh, Liam's going to post in the uh, the group chat. He's like, okay, I got uh, got some hardcore uh, sword training on hand. Um, I don't think it's going to last very long, though, so, you know, hit me up if, you know, anyone needs sword 
<laughs> to be good at sword. Uh, okay. This has been a lot of work um, for Liam. A lot of running around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, and then me. You know what? I am going to. Uh, it is probably time to like jump over to someone mm-hmm. else, but I do want to ask. Um, while this is all happening, um, with the situation with the radio, um, where as you had said, it seems like um, one of the student radio hosts is potentially um, like threatening to leak information or something like that um via some some pointed uh repeated songs mm-hmm. um is that something that you have been like sort of setting aside to deal with after this stuff or is it things that you ha- are going to like let be someone else's problem um Right now, Liam is keeping an eye on it. It's the sort of situation where he feels like applying more pressure would be worse. So he's sort gotcha. of looking and plotting. And uh, I don't know if uh, he'll get, he'll get, get to you. it. The, the sword thing seems pressing, especially now. <laughs> I get you. Yes, it, 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 it certainly is. I just, just want to check in about it. I just it. imagine Liam's like, oh, the sword thing is moving so fast. There's so many <laughs> yeah. things I have to do. <laughs> Me when I'm attacked by a sword player. <laughs> um, okay, so I I think it makes sense for the next like whoever we cut to next is someone who is like look reading that text, and I'm curious as to whether it is Corvina or Simone. <laughs> like well, it could be both because they do tend to hang out a lot. Yeah. But, mm. Um, I do have an idea for what I want to do. Um. Mm-hmm. To maybe speed things along, okay. or to like actually get Chad moving, hopefully, uh, if this all works all right. out. Um, so I also want to teach, if that's cool. Okay, yeah, um, it certainly is. It is literally your job. I do. <laughs> it's actually we've been we've been focusing a lot on people in their classrooms, and I think that works well. It's a good like montage skipping between mm-hmm. people teaching. So yeah, that makes um, sense. I like the idea that Simone is reading this text. And then looks at her lesson mm-hmm. notes and just goes like, okay, and uh, gets up uh, because what she's going to teach today is uh-huh. she pulls her, pro- like, she's got like a projector screen, like, in front of her whiteboard and she pulls it uh-huh. so it, like, rolls back up and written on the whiteboard in big, uh, surprisingly well-written text, she's got great handwriting, is, um, <laughs> is how to identify when someone is about to summon a dark spirit. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's great. That's... <laughs> yeah. So oh. she, she's, uh, this is also another extremely good practical lesson. It doesn't require any right. magic casting. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, she adjusts her sunglasses and is just going to launch into this spiel about how, you know, uh, the world they live in is it, it's a treacherous place. And <laughs> even mm-hmm. though people may have good intentions, there are a lot who don't. And you need to know when someone around you may be attempting to summon something wretched from the bleakest uh, slivers of the dimensions, right? So, right. Uh, 
I don't know who I was just there. <laughs> Boy, the teacher's uh, grim lately. <laughs> and she's, uh, she's, she's addressing the whole class as she says all of this uh, and is, is talking about, like, uh, <laughs> figures in power acting particularly shady, um, <laughs> clandestine meetings that you may have stumbled upon. Um, <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Davino sneezes out some dust yeah. elsewhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I really um, want the student that was in Liam's class to also be in this. <laughs> class. Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, like like definitely like Chad, like I think Chad. Chad is definitely here, but mm-hmm. like there's a shot of like Chad is like like sort of hmm, thinking and then like pans over to directly behind him and this kid just has his head in his hands like oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Great. Yeah, so she's, you know, Talking about the different, you know, how to disrupt summoning circles and and where they're typically placed, according right. to research, like where they get they get placed on various ley lines in right, right. areas. Uh, <laughs> so you know, yeah. If Feng you think stuff. like slapping the slapping her whiteboard with like a pointer, if you think someone may be attempting to summon something untoward class <laughs> you need to disrupt those summoning circles <laughs> okay then. or call um, a teacher who knows how to and then she adjusts her sunglasses again <laughs> yeah, yeah okay um yeah go ahead and uh, make that roll uh let's see 2d6 Plus two, because charisma's my best skill. Yay. That's an eight. Eight. Okay, cool. Um, well, first off, Mark Experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're also going to get a visit at your office that the complication or a difficult question. <laughs> hmm. It would be funny if <laughs> same student. Uh, it would make it would be funny if it was the same student. It would also be it would also, of course, be fitting if it was Chad. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. Okay, I'm. I'm going to like say a weird, like little, like continuity jump thing here, but I'm saying it here in case I forget it. I think that the funny thing here is if it is Chad, but then also like as he leaves, whatever the result for that is, the second kid bursts. In. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Um. So, uh, like. Um, so, yeah, Chad, um, like, you know, com- comes to your office, uh, after, and I, I, I imagine that, like, as he does, um, well, actually, you know what, let's, we've been kind of abstract here, so he, like, sort of, like, knocks on your door and is like, uh, hey, uh, Professor Solomon, have you got a moment? Oh, uh, yeah, come right in. She's, like, shoving papers and stuff into her desk. <laughs> <laughs> I think... I think we have been in your office once before, and there's one detail that I distinctly remember is that you do have like a big evil book. Yeah, that's I have like a big. Incredible- it's a big yeah. evil book left to me by the previous uh, professor that had my position. Right, and if I recall, there's two things about that. Mm-hmm. Um, one, um, uh, ba- like having the like the threat of having that book taken away 
is part of how you got roped into spying on the cult right is one thing and the other thing is that you've got no idea how to open it right and also i was given (laughs) the instructions to only open it under the most dire of circumstances but she doesn't know Ah. how to open it so you know gotcha okay (laughs) um but it is very important just to have it around for in terms of just your cred Mm -hmm. um he walks in and uh sort of like looks around i think maybe there's a weird sort of like we don't have to like play it all out, but based on just how again the sort of like book thing goes, and by book I mean you know the the book of the Chad Blackwood series, mm-hmm. um, and the Witch's Grave, um, there would have there would be something where he like looks at the book for a minute, and you have to do this whole like three page thing explaining it, um, but uh, eventually what he gets around to asking um, is. Uh, I forget. I I honestly forget when you. It's been so long ago. We don't have to like touch on the. We don't have to like confirm or deny this if it like if it's not something that anyone besides me remembers. But just to like check in because I know I don't. Do you remember if like any of you like told him he was the chosen one? Mm. when you like saved his ass from that succubus no i don't think we've actually i think part of it is that we can't tell him he's the chosen one like that sounds that that sounds about right yeah i don't remember if the dean said that or if it just feels counterproductive but Mm -hmm. like if he knows he's the chosen one then he's gonna be a jackass right yeah exactly like at first so he's got to be in a way so then be like Mm -hmm. oh i'm the chosen one you know right yeah (laughs) okay that makes sense okay um so I've been thinking about stuff like what you were saying in class for a while, actually, about having to do things when you when things are suspicious. Because ever since that night with that girl who turned out to, you know, right? I, you, you know, I've I've been trying to, you know, I've been keeping my head on a swivel, and I've been really appreciating you for that, uh, and also, uh, Professor. Webb and Professor Blake and I was really suspicious of Professor Cristobal when he turned up but I <laughs> Simone really doesn't do a good job of like hiding her like nodding along to what he's saying there <laughs> <laughs> but um I, I, I'm keeping an eye on him but I think he's alright I don't know if you've met him oh but... yeah <laughs> Oh, and do you do you like so you you know about people being up to stuff? He was definitely been up to some stuff, but it seems like it's all all right. Do you, does that sound right to you? She doesn't want to lie to this kid. Yeah, he, Professor Cristobal has a lot of irons in the fire. Uh, <laughs> I and I don't think any of them are actively malicious <laughs> high praise okay. they might be they might be subtly malicious that's not a part she's saying out loud to, to chad but <laughs> but they're not actively malicious no okay i guess it's but it with all that it kind of seems like a lot of stuff is happening at once and i'm just wondering like do you know if there's why why would 
Hmm. Like, like I knew that this year was going to be a big year for me because I made quarterback. <laughs> but absolutely, congratulations! Seemed, but sometimes it seems like there's something bigger going on, and just because you know. You seem kind of in tune with that sort of stuff. You seem to know what's going on. I was just wondering if, like, I don't know, does that seem like... Okay. Yeah, no, I I totally... just sort of trails off. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I absolutely know the perfect end there, too. Uh, Simone is, like, kind of doing her best to, like, look calm, even though she's like, yes, it's working, in her head. (laughs) (laughs) Is uh, she, you know, kind of... Calms down, takes her sunglasses off, folds them up, uh, and says, I don't have a specific knowledge of what's going on on this campus, but I do know (laughs) that there is something strange in the aura of this place. (laughs) And I think if you suspect something is wrong oh she was there for when uh when corvina's student ran out that's right yeah uh if you think something is wrong maybe some of your friends have noticed as well so it's not just me these sort (laughs) of things affect all magical people like you and myself (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> like me who's definitely magic like me who's <laughs> magical. Uh, spells all the time <laughs> I cast 10 spells on the way here um, you know how it is uh, like you and myself even if we don't know exactly what's going on we can pick up the the energy of a place and the best thing I can tell you, Chad, is to to follow that gut feeling and talk to the people you know around you who are having the same gut feeling. And maybe we'll figure something out. Ah. I'm going to say that you have, uh, you have properly addressed yes. his question, right which was a little bit rambling. I think, like, I, I think sort of the core issue was... He is starting to suspect he may be the chosen one. Right. Um, <laughs> and I, yeah. But, and I'm trying to like push him to being like, yes, you're the chosen one and you need a little friend of chosen exactly. one posse. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yes. Uh, so y- you at the very least don't get burnout. And he just sort of like nods, but in like a sort of much to think about sort of way. Mm-hmm. And he heads out. And then I like the idea of the scene changing just as he walks out and the extremely nervous student bursts in. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and then the camera cuts. It's like, Professor yeah. Tom, we might need to talk to you. <laughs> he sort of like bursts in. Do you know if the U.S. government summons demons? <laughs> I think I'm Almost certainly. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh man. Jeez. <laughs> There's, uh, we can turn there's this one arc- kid into the Pepe Silva. Yeah. <laughs> I believe that there's. Bag. Yeah, I don't there's know what kind arc- of pipeline we're doing to this kid, but it's like <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna come back to bite us. <laughs> oh God, um, uh, um, 
Okay, so with with all that, like, where is Corvina right now? Where is Corvina? The the main thing on Corvina's plate right now is she cannot ignore Eunice's part in this anymore. She has to decide what to do right. about this kid that she really didn't want to get involved with. She you know, she didn't want to get involved with any of this, but she's in it now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everyone's in it now. Oh <laughs> uh, knee deep in it. Yep. Uh, so she she's got to figure something out. So I think that she is going to take some time and kind of she she wants to know as much as she can about Eunice's role um, in this and how it is connected to other things. Um, and so I think that she is going to like we'll, we'll say this is taking place in her office or no in her classroom. Uh, while there's no students there, she's going to light some more candles, you know, sit them in aesthetic and also practical places <laughs> and put something. Let's let's say that she is uh, she's continuing with the vodka. She's going to put some <laughs> vodka in the middle and try to figure out just what where to go from here, what okay. to do with Eunice. <laughs> OK. All right. So that that's the specific question, specifically like what to do yeah. with Eunice. Okay. Yeah. How how to handle Eunice? Gotcha. And just so I'm complete, like you know, because your magic going right or wrong kind of depends a lot on the intention of the magic. Is this just sort of like a from the point of like what to do with Eunice for the purpose of like what's the right thing to do in as part of furthering this mission, or what's like the right thing to do like on a more like sort of fundamental level, you know? It's not even really what's about what's right and what's wrong. It's I guess more like she she can't make a decision without more information. She needs to know she needs to know <laughs> I guess it's not necessarily just what to do with Eunice, but also like why is this destiny so heavy on Eunice? Like, what is the, what's up with that? Basically, gotcha. Okay, got yeah. Okay, that makes sense. What's up with that? That sounds like what's a, up with that? That sounds like an appropriate application of the of the foresight department. Okay, yeah. Go ahead and roll. Okay. So, is this going to be a delve deeper or casting a spell? Oh, um, that's that's before oh. I roll. Um. Oh, you know what? Like, th- like in theory, I'm that cool would solve a problem or remove an obstacle, but also pour over something to do its secrets. Uh, it is time consuming, but you haven't done any other time consuming things this week. So, uh, yeah, okay. W- though uh, I will say, like, if if you're doing this now, uh, like, like, are you willing to say that this is something that you have like been up to? What what do you mean like so it's just that while the rest of this has been going on as well yeah. you mean yeah Basically. yeah yeah okay okay then yeah go ahead and roll okay okay 8 8 okay um so yeah, ask one of these questions. 
What's the history here? Who do I know who might have a vested interest in this? What sort of people that I don't know might have a vested interest in this? What here is not as it appears to be, or what could I use this for? Uh, any of those would be helpful. <laughs> um, hmm. I guess what could I use this for is the most practical. Gotcha. She does need to do something. Yeah. Um, let's see. I think I'm trying to figure a way to like like word this in a way that isn't kind of what I've already said. Um, yeah. Uh, like obviously, what you can use this for is to get Chad like on the path of like this big problem, mm-hmm. um, which is good because like as much as uh, Simone has like talked up, you know, if you see something, say something. Um, like. He he hasn't had like much exposure to the weird like cult things going on within Cabsa, um, at least as far as anyone here knows. Um, it's not like they're playing that up like in classes. It's most kind of inside baseball thing with them. Um, yeah, honestly, that just feels like the most direct answer to what could I use this for I can think of. But since you already know that, I'm good if you would just want to ask a second one to be perfectly honest. Mm, yeah. So maybe what here is not as it appears to be then. Okay, gotcha. Um, and again, that's sort of broadly, but focused on Eunice? Yes, with Eunice. Okay, then. Um, I think I can, I think I can actually give a pretty good answer there. I think this is something that you get both from, like, direct scrying, but then also just kind of, like, looking over, like, various texts and things. Um, Mm -hmm. basically, the thing with Eunice is that, um, on, like... On its face, the situation is just that she is an especially talented, like, like just sensitive, or however you would phrase it, you know? She's yeah. she's able to sort of feel the etheric winds pretty well, see, you know, what, what direction they are metaphorically blowing. Um, and, like, the, the, like, in normal circumstances, that would just mean, like, hey, she's good at, like, you know, your job. The thing that's not as it appears is, um, you know, from studying, like, the future and all that, is that, like, real life doesn't usually play out like stories all that often, you know? People just sort of do things. Right. Um, More like a a James Joyce sort of situation. Yeah. Um, People have, like, destinies and arcs and stuff and, like, fates, both dark and benign, um, but, like, being, like, a chosen one is, like, maybe something that happened in, like, the days of yore, but not really, like, modern day. Um, you can see that whatever it is, like, the significance somehow of the Dean choosing Chad Blackwood as its chosen one has sort of set this weird sort of artificial fate in motion. 
um, based on the Dean's sort of shallow understanding of humans and stories and stuff. Um, and in that process, Eunice, whose fate to begin with maybe had just been, becomes an especially talented, uh, like, seer, is now getting drawn into, like, the fate of playing the role of, like, the seer and, like, guide the, like, the sort of the wise man figure within the hero's destiny that is slowly beginning to, like, maturate within Chad. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, like, here's the problem. Like, yeah, uh, an even more succinct way I can put this is, like, like, she had, like, a fate, but now she has a story. Oh. Mm. Hmm. She's sage-coded now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. See, this is the sort of thing that's supposed to happen to people retroactively after they're dead, you know? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the thing about heroes and great men and stuff. They just, like, existed and died, and afterwards you're like, damn, that dude did a lot of stuff. Exactly, (laughs) yeah. I like this notion of, like, the man, like, manufacturing this, like, like, this destiny for Chad like, via the Dean, is, like, messing things up in an interesting way. I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, if the yeah. Dean can pull this off, it really has some horrifying implications for the future <laughs> of uh, human beings, you know, autonomy, whatnot. Right. Yeah. Not great. Really. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think Corvina's reaction to this now, like, un- with a fuller understanding of this picture, is that she wants to get Eunice out of it if okay. she can. <laughs> well, oh, no. um, okay. Um, well, then, in that situation, um, I don't know if you'd be aware of this, like, via text and stuff, but there is the whole situation where um, Chad is definitely very much uh, getting pulled into it, and he has been told to, like, go and, like, talk to his friends and stuff, so mm-hmm. like, what's What's your move there? How are you going to try and like steer this promising young woman out of the like like the trajectory of this guy's like heroic arc, which you know like might which you know, given how stories go, might not end great for her. Yeah. yeah. Or might end really great for her, depending, but Is like... she Cassandra or <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Oh. Uh, hmm. Cause the problem here is that you know, we still have we still have to fulfill Chad's destiny, or you know, lose our jobs. <laughs> right. So yeah, and, and, um, yeah. There's the essays, say, but also my job. Yeah. Though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, and I will say that um, the work that the others have been putting in does mean that it's still it's still potentially on the table. But you know what? I'm just going to like I'm just going to like show my hand as the GM. I think that like. I think that players can make like interest more interesting choices when I just sort of show them sort of what's going on mechanically. Um, you can pull Eunice out of this, but like the big strength with her is that she makes for a very like organic hook. Without there, yeah. you guys might have to meddle a little more directly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I th- I think that Corvino wants to mentor and. Ex- like expedite this so that she can get back to her actual life as soon as possible. <laughs> okay, yeah. Hopefully as unscathed as possible. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. So you're going to 
So wait, are you, like, by, so you mean you're going to try and bypass Eunice effectively? No, not, not bypass her, but, like, look out for her while she's doing this. And also, like, the, like, the way that others are doing, try to push this, you know, these threads together as quickly as possible. Gotcha. Okay. That, that, yeah, I get that. Okay. Um. Yeah, and uh, hopefully that works. What's your, uh, what, do you have, like, a plan of how you're going to execute on that? Or hmm. is it going to take some scheming first? Well, she, we we know that she did not have a good time last class, and so I think that Corvina is going to reach out to her and ask her if she has, if you know, if there's anything, any concerns that she still has lingering from the last class if there's anything that she needs to uh talk about gotcha um do you think this would i don't know why this is what's jumping in mind do you think that's happening like via email yes she would probably send her an email yeah partially because yeah. like we've been having a lot of one-on-one talks but also because uh i see corvina is someone who doesn't like you know want to she can do this from her apartment <laughs> exactly <laughs> if, if she can she will yeah um I think that... So that's not necessarily something that we have to finish now, but that is a correspondence that Corvina is going to start, at least. Okay. Um, that sounds like a solid place to end the episode. A lot of, like, this is very interesting because everyone's been working separately, but towards a common goal, yeah. which is, I, I realize something that we haven't seen as much of in, like, our games in general, I guess. Um, usually everyone is together and working on one thing or separate and just doing like separate things. So it's neat watching these pieces fall into place and we will see what uh, shape they fall into um, perhaps in the next episode of Big Gay Nerds. And until then, stay big gay and nerdy. Big Gay Nerds is made possible by our Patreon supporters. We would like to give special thanks to Calvin Cox, Elliot, Evelyn Nadia DuPont, Frank L., Giraffe Scarves, Hell Bloodhands, Jack Toops, Jarnope, Joel, John the Book Hoarder, Lori Dean, Lucas Bell, MC Verdandi, Nyan Hellcat, Ollie, Patrick Moore, Ryan Asopa, Udon Bullets, Thor Holmquist, and Trash Hime. If you would like to join our ranks and gain access to special content, simply visit us at patreon.com slash biggaynerds and donate at the Lauded Gay Nerds tier. If you'd like to support us for free, spread the word on social media. We are at Big Gay Nerdscast on Twitter and just Big Gay Nerds on Tumblr and Facebook. And if you want to hang out, join the Big Gay Nerds fan club Discord server linked in all the aforementioned pages.